Welcome to Max Storm Business Coaching for the Health and Fitness Professional Podcast, where you will hear and learn tips, tricks, and marketing secrets that will allow you to build your business from ordinary to extraordinary. Visit us at maxstormcoaching.com. Now, here's your host. With today's call, I wanted to go over a few things. A couple things I wanted to talk about first just to get started, I wanted to talk a little bit about looking at your business and thinking, when do I get started? You know, we're always talking about building things and, and the future, and you have to start it at some point. I look at the things that you're doing as assets. Every, every business that is worth something has some type of asset, and your assets obviously are you, uh, things that you're doing, your your services, the systems that you're putting in place. But you also need to have assets that are kind of tangible. So a lot of times when when people look at assets and you say, man, like, what do you mean by an asset? Well, well, think about this. Like, If you owned a house that you wanted to rent out and you were getting rent for that house, the house was an asset. So it's giving you the ability to make money, your rent, on that asset. Um, if you own stock that pay dividends, the stock is the asset. The dividends are getting paid or making money on those dividends or those stocks, which are the asset. The same thing needs to go with social media. When you are, or even any content, we talk a lot about content, and content is such a big thing when you talk about assets. So every little bit of content that you create your videos or you do things online or as we talked about, always having an event to go to and if you're filming it or a webinar, those are all assets that you need to create because as you grow your business and create assets, which is equals content, the less you really have to do to market your business. It's kind of one of those things that it's a, it's a scale. At first, when you don't have any assets, you're creating a lot of stuff and it's super hard to get those assets in front of your potential clients. But as you create a lot of content, as you create those assets, it's going to take less for you to put it in front of people because it's all going to be out there. There's a lot of things about creating assets and content and the the things that I've been talking about. And that's why it's so important to do a constant creation of, of content Again, you can call it assets, you can call it content, you can call it whatever you want. But the main goal, whilst you're creating all this, is you are creating content, you're creating assets that will make your business worth more, okay? Maybe not worth more in a nominal value, but worth more to people that want to come and hire you for the services that you are going to provide, it doesn't just have to, we talked about this, it doesn't just have to be about a number, a certain amount of money, but worth you, what you're doing. So, you know, again, it's one of those things I just wanted to touch a little bit on while, why we keep talking about creating content and pushing it out there, getting things in front of people, being the expert in your field. It's just so important to constantly or always be creating some type of assets so that you can do less later Why all that content is out there. It's all, it's in, as soon as you put something out, like we talked to one of our previous podcasts about creating 
documents about creating articles, about submitting articles to magazines and putting them on LinkedIn and online. Because as soon as those articles, as soon as that information is published, it's there forever. And the more and more content or assets that you put out on the internet, the less you will have to send to people because they'll be finding things on their own before they call you, before they contact you. So that's what's so cool about creating assets. Don't think of an asset as just something that you know you buy and you're going to make money from it, okay? Because assets are so much more than that. There are so many things out there that we need to do when we are first starting out. I mean, we could own our business for 20 years, but if we didn't do and lay that foundation when we first started our businesses, even though we're making money or our business has been around for a long time, that doesn't mean that everybody knows about it. I mean, I run into clients of, our, of ours that call and they have been in business for six, five, eight years. And I say, okay, let me see what you guys have been doing for the last year. And they don't have anything, they, but they're still busy. Could you imagine if they were setting a good foundation from the beginning because they just got lucky. They're, they're one of the only people in the town or they have a specific niche that people need and they're busting their butt going around and talking to people. And you know what? Maybe they're super good at what they do, but they wouldn't have to work as hard if they started creating content, started creating assets and getting them out from the beginning. It just, it just makes the engine, it just makes the entire business, the machine, run a lot smoother. And again, we are building this business not to give you a job, but to give you the freedom to live your life. The business is just going to be the machine, the engine that powers the life that you want to build. So that's why it's so important to start and put, to, put this foundation together much earlier. Because, you know, those businesses that I just mentioned, yeah, they're super busy. They've been around for a while. They haven't done that much in, in content. They haven't done that much in marketing. But they are busting their ass. They're going to schools and they're doing talks. And, you know, they're going to conferences just to get a few clients. Whereas all the content, all the information, all the assets that you will be building as we progress through this podcast, as we pro- progress through these lessons, you will be setting that base. You will be setting that foundation for the future where you don't have to do that. And that's what's so cool about this. So that was just one thing I wanted to touch on. Um, I always think of um, way, different ways to try to explain what I'm talking about. I'm not the greatest communicator. I'm just trying to give some information. This is how I talk to my clients. Sometimes I'm all over the place. Sometimes I'm scatterbrained. You know, sometimes I'm super focused on what they need. If they can give me a specific subject, I'm usually pretty good with that. But when I start these podcasts, I think I'm going to talk about something, and I turn the microphone on, and all of a sudden something just pops in my head, that I, that, and it just throws me off. And I just start talking about something totally different. And it's usually helpful, I hope. I mean, I get some good feedback, but it's just so odd to me that as soon as I turn the microphone on, I don't really usually start off talking about what I plan to. Um, But there is one thing uh, that I did want to talk about on the podcast today, and that was some other ways to increase your income, your potential to, to increase the way that your business uh, flows month to month. I guess you can, you can call it free cash flow. A lot of people will use that term or they call it cash flow or whatever they utilize. Uh, but I just call it income. I mean, we want to have a constant form of income and that might come in three 
different ways that we will be bringing money. And you always want to have some kind of cash machine. You always want to have some way that money is going to be flowing into your business when there's a lull. Um, and you see sometimes people talk about hills and valleys in a business. Now, a hill and a valley just stands for the hill is when you're making money. It could be one month that hill goes way up. And then for another month or two, you don't get a client and that hill goes down to a valley. And then after a month and a half, you get two more clients and it goes way up. And then another month goes by, it goes down to a valley. So those hills and valleys are the things that we want to fill in. We don't want the hills and valleys. We want a progressive line that stays almost the same. There's always going to be little jumps and bumps. Uh, That's just how it goes uh, with any business. And you'll find out as you progress or get better Year after year, you'll start noticing what quarters, what months. Sometimes you'll be so good as to what weeks are slower or busier than the others, and you'll start preparing for that. Maybe you'll say for the last three years, uh, the two weeks before you know, uh, holidays or the New Year's has been dead. It's totally nothing going on. So you may take your vacation then. Um, so that's another reason why data and recording all this is so good. So let's go back to the hills and valleys. I almost started getting sidetracked again. So when you go on these hills and valleys, um, you're going to try to figure out ways in order to straighten out that line. Because once you can straighten that line out, the income from different forms or different streams of income, all of a sudden it becomes awesome. You're, you know, you're constantly making funds, even if you're on vacation, even during the slow months, whatever it is, there's always a way or always an income stream that is helping you. So one of the ways to level that out or bring in extra income is by selling, stocking or manufacturing or, you know, selling products, okay, some type of product. Now, depending on what type of business you're in, there is always different products that you can either stock in your business. I mean, again, you don't have to have a gym or an office, whatever you can have it where you get drop shipped and you can order it from a wholesaler that you have set up a a contract with. But selling products with your packages, with your services, um, and then a constant flow of resale of those services, if say if they're supplements or something like that, can really change how you get income from month to month. There's ways that you will be able to fill that out. So for instance, now, say you're selling packages, uh, you're a personal trainer, a practitioner, uh, whatever it is that you do, and a new client comes to you and you sell them a, a package and this package includes an assessment. It includes writing a program for them. Say they have back pain. And in this program, it, they, they need a Swiss ball. They need a, um, a floor mat. They need a water bottle. And they need straps to stretch. Okay? In this program, you will put in the money for those four items. You're not going to ask them if they have the items. You're not going to tell them that they need those items. You are going, the money's going to be in there. So if your packages, and I'm just using round numbers, your packages, $1,000, okay? So now you're going to make the package $1,200, and if, the, if those items cost $60, you'll make it $1,200. So now you're going to make an extra $60, or maybe you're going to make an extra $100, or whatever it is, that extra income is going to help you take on the extra money. But here's the great part about it. 
you are helping your client succeed. Now, I know it sounds crazy, and your client might say, well, I don't need those things. I have a Swiss ball. I have um, straps. I have a water bottle. What do I need a water bottle for? You say, I understand that, but it comes with the package. Do you want this or not? If they say, no, I don't want it, then you, know, you have extra. But do not remove any money. Do not itemize those products in the package. Don't even tell them they get it. When the client comes in for the first meeting, when they come in to meet with you, maybe for the first time or the first time you send out the package or you're going to do an assessment, hand them all of their stuff. You say, okay, here's your, here's your packet. Here's your forms. Here's your Swiss ball. Here's your straps. Here's your water bottle. Here's all your stuff. And you might even want to get some shirts made up after a few months and you're making some money. Get some cool shirts made up uh, you know, and, and give them a shirt. Say, oh, what size are you? Oh, okay. And you can, or you can ask them on the phone or when they're filling out their, their packet, when they, uh, their survey, whatever you send them, you can ask them what shirt size they are. Okay, so now you give them that. Now they're advertising for you. The main thing about doing this is that it makes you seem so organized that the client will be blown away because you walk, they walk in, you hand them all of these things. The worst part, that's the worst thing a new client can see. You know why? They have no excuse but to get started right away. They won't be able to say, I didn't have time to get a Swiss ball. I didn't have time to get those straps. Oh, I forgot to get that. Oh, I'm going to go on Amazon and order that Swiss ball you told me about. Did, okay, did you do your, have you been doing your program? Oh, I've been doing some of it, but I, you know, I forgot to get the Swiss ball. So um, I can only do the, 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 can only do the pieces that, um, that, you know, without it. So what you're doing is you're taking away all the excuses and you're giving them the ability to start working right away. And whether they're grateful or not, they will realize that that is how much you care. The extra 100 or $200, whatever it is, over, over a three-month period, over a one-month period, whatever, they will get over that because they will see that you have taken away all of their excuses. You've given them the ability to be successful when they hire you to help them. Okay, so that was just one way of doing that. So, again, whatever package it is, don't give them the choice main goal is to let them know that here is everything you need to be successful. So that's one way to make extra money, okay, selling products. Now, there's other ways to sell too. I mean, you might have just a single client that comes in. Maybe they hire you hourly or however they hire you and they may ask you, hey, where did you get these Swiss balls? You know, or where did you get those foam rollers? Where did you get those straps? You say, oh, I sell them, you know, and people will start knowing that you sell those things. Now, again, you don't have to stock this product as long as you can make an agreement or you become a wholesaler with some of the companies that sell it. The best thing you could probably do is find a company that sells white labeled. And what I mean by white labeled is it's non-branded good products because I'd rather you get something that's not branded because you don't want them to be able to go out if you give them a, a Swiss ball or you give them you know, one of these products and it has the brand on it and it has the part number or whatever it is. You don't want them to be able to go out and see how much that costs. Even though, and that's another reason why you don't itemize it on the, uh, on the package costs. You do not itemize it. There's no way for them to go and say, hey, you, you charged me $80 and, it's, and I could have got this on Amazon for $30. That's another reason why you don't want to itemize. So... That's one of the good things. And as your company starts growing, as you start making some money, 
the reason I say to white label stuff is that now at some point you'll be able to brand the equipment with your own company name or logo, even if it's just the water bottles. You don't have to do everything, um, but the shirts, maybe you get some water bottles. Very low cost to get that stuff done. And if you guys need any contacts for equipment um, or shirts or anything like that, please let me know. Send me an email, and I will send you my contacts. I'll send you however I can. I'll even help you with it. I deal with a lot of manufacturers around the world of exercising products, T-shirts, uh, water bottles, basically everything. We've manufactured almost anything I could think of, um, not just in the exercise field, but in, in many corporate fields. So if you want to start doing that, I can certainly uh, give you some connections on that. But but that's one of the reasons why stocking products is really some cool stuff. And then we go into, as what you guys always, you know, supplements and vitamins and different kinds of dietary things. Now, I don't recommend too much of this stuff because you really want to get something that you know works. Uh, supplements are huge. It's a great business. But you don't want to give clients supplements unless you know they're going to work or vitamins or, or uh, different types of things. There's a great company now called Megaspore that I'm starting to talk with, and, and they seem to have a pretty good um, knowledge of their product. But the... Supplements is a great business because it's one of those things that your clients might need to use monthly. Um, And anything that you can do a recurring um, sale is awesome because there are some products, and I would choose one, that can't be bought over the counter. Um, some kind of supplements or vitamins or, or dietary or shakes or whatever it is, you know, maybe do some testing, see which ones you like. But again, same thing like with the white label. Try to get ones that are not available, you know, over the counter or from, you know, one of the health food stores or something like that. There's a lot out there. I can, again, I can help you with those because there's some really good stuff that is made especially for wholesaling to fitness professionals, to practitioners, to, you know, all different types of the doctor industry. So um, just for that purpose, they're white labeling it. And they want, they want to wholesale out to professionals. They don't want to sell to individuals. Uh, and that is the exact reason for it. What we're talking about right now, this is being done all over. And the real successful gyms, the real successful chiropractic offices, the dentist offices, all of these offices, they're utilizing these as tools to supplement income. And in some cases, when they build up a great following, this takes over and becomes its own animal. They make a lot of money off it. But again, I stress, this is not something to trick clients with, to, to just sell things. Utilize, utilize it as a tool. Make sure that it's really something that they can use, that's going to make them better, that's going to help them. Not only will they use it, but they're going to tell people about it, and you will be their supplier of whatever that product is. But again, please just make sure it's a good product. Um, That's always one of the most important things that um, we want to talk about is that there really, really should should be a good product. Um, and, And again, you know... There are so many products out there, but start off slow. Don't um, don't jump into the product industry too quickly because you don't want to stock a lot of products. You don't want to buy a lot of products and then have to you know get rid of the inventory uh, over a long period of time because sometimes with some different products it'll go out of date. It might go bad. Um, 
you know, the, uh, the you know, rubber, rubber balls or the foam rollers that, yeah, usually lasts for a long time. If you are going to buy a stock of something, just make sure it can be stored easily. Uh, the other stuff, um, not so much, um, you know, you want to be careful and make sure that everything can be stored because in a lot of places around the country, if it gets too hot, uh, something might happen to the to the rubber or it might dry out. Water bottle seals, whatever it is, you just don't want to have inventory that goes bad because it didn't sell fast enough. I had a client that bought a whole bunch of, um, of blood pressure uh, cuffs. They use the blood pressure cuffs for other things other than obviously testing your blood pressure. Um, but over time, they bought a whole bunch of them because they got a great deal. Now, these are pretty good blood pressure cuffs. They got a great deal on them. They just bought a whole bunch. And after a while, sitting around, the hoses kind of dried out. The blood pressure cuffs themselves were pretty good, but the hoses dried out. It was just something that was unforeseen, not a big deal, you know, a few bucks here and there for that. But it was just something that when they ended up selling, the started selling the blood pressure cuffs, people were bringing them back and they were replacing them uh, and they're getting the hoses replaced. So it's just one of those things that if you are going to stock some type of inventory, you want to make sure that it's, uh, that it's something that will store easily and stores good. So, so that's one of the good things about products. Uh, products are awesome. Um, make sure you, if you aren't going to sell it in a package, which I recommend almost trying to sell everything in a package so it can't be commoditized. And what I mean by commoditized is that they can't look at that product and go down the road and and get the price from another place with it. Just like if I went to Publix and I bought, you know, um, paper towels, bounty paper towels, um, I can get the price on those paper towels and go right across the street to another supermarket and I, and they and I know how much they're charging for those paper towels it could be 50 cents less it could be 10 cents more whatever it is that's a commodity and you never want to be looked at as a commodity whether it's in your business as a service all your packages you do not want to be a commodity and that's one of the things we talk about do not negotiate on your pricing um, when people talk about that hey Jim down the road is charging $30 an hour say so go right ahead Try never to break your costs out into an hourly rate because it can be treated as a commodity then. The same thing with some of the products that you will sell. Please do not list them as a commodity. Try to offer them in a package form in some way so that someone cannot look at the price, break it out individually, jump online. We all do this. <laughs> you know, I'm not telling you guys something that you don't know. Look at jump online and see if they're making money. See how much money they're making exactly. So that's uh, one of the, and I don't like using the word trick, but that's one of the things about when you're going to start selling products, try to, and again, uh, it's kind of hard for me to say. I don't, I don't want to trick people with it. I don't want to use the word trick your clients or customers. But if you are not selling it as an, a single item, if you're not trying to be a, a store, you are selling it as a service, there is no reason you have to break out the pricing itemized uh, unless, of course, it's a water bottle and, you know, you have these water bottles. If they're logoed, okay, so that's the, let me, let me, let me go back a little bit. If they are customized and they have your logo or there's something different about them, then you can give a price. The good part about it is as soon as it's customized or modified, there's no other way now to have a commodity. It has your logo on it and your branding. Um, yeah, a water bottle might cost $3, and they see your water bottle, and you want 6 and they say, why should I get this? So you can say, because it has my cool logo on it. 
And they'll say, yeah, but it's just a water bottle. No, it has my cool logo on it. Because you care, they can't tell you that it's not worth $6. They don't have to buy it. But now if it was an exact water bottle as a $3 water bottle across the street, then obviously you wouldn't really have too much to say about it. So think about those things when you are putting your products together or your packages together. Think about how those products are going to be listed. Um, Think about how those products are going to be um, displayed and sold. Um, and And if possible, if at all possible, don't try to don't itemize them with prices unless it's you know you need to unless you have the ability to stop the commodization of it because you don't want to be getting into a price war or you know race to the bottom of cost you know you don't want to get into other gyms and see who can give the lowest price that's not why you're in business and i don't recommend ever doing that um, if someone wants to <laughs> race you to the bottom and they want to be the cheapest on anything, let them do it, okay? Because they won't be around too much too long to really um, give you any worry. Um, so anytime somebody wants to have the cheapest of anything, you just let them go and do that. So, so that was one of the things I wanted to talk about uh, with the product pricing, one of the other ways to supplement some income for you guys. And I tell you what, it's a lot of fun to sell products sometimes. It really is because you can have demo days. You can have sometimes um, cool products that come in and um, the wholesaler or this or the head salesperson or the company, if they're a smaller company, they'll come in and may do some, they may do some demonstrations or they might give away some free stuff or they'll give a raffle or you can have it at your events. You can have raffle off things because now you're not charging for it so you can give stuff away and you can get somebody to sponsor it so once you start with products and you become a wholesaler you become a partner or start a joint venture with some of these products and some of these companies that sell products it opens up a whole new world because you are able to fit that in to your day-to-day business um and again, it's real cool because now you're going to start getting products. You're going to get really cool stuff. You get to try things out. Um, and you can even, you know, do some cool stuff online when new products come out. I mean, I'm getting off track now. but So being able to get these products and demonstrate them in a video on how to use them, uh, if you like them, uh, if you don't like them, why they shouldn't be used or the best way to use them, you're actually going to start building up content with products that maybe nobody's seen before or that they're new or they're a hot product and you get to demonstrate them. Um, so, so you know, there's always ways to take advantage when you're starting to stock or sell or supply products to your clients and to people maybe in the area. You can also on your website sell these products and it brings builds up SEO, uh, search engine optimization because now those products are going to have information and names of the products so when people are searching for blah blah foam roller, if it's a popular product, not only is it going to come up because of the the company that sells it, but your SEO or your search engines will know that you have that product on your website and it'll pop up. So what I'm talking about when I, when I say to, to supplement income, there's a huge benefit to selling products and, and supplying them to your clients because, again, the biggest reason is your clients may complain, but they will love it or you will love it. Because you're taking away almost all the excuses. As soon as that client comes to you, it shows that you care about giving them 
the biggest value for their dollar. That means they don't have to waste a minute of their own time. They have everything they need. You can get to work right away and you're pulling all these excuses out. So now you say, let's get to work. You can't, you, you could tell them there is no excuse. You have everything you need. I want you to start the program tomorrow. Done. There's no excuse. They don't have to order anything. And whether they complain about it, they won't complain about it. You don't have to tell them that you're charging for it. You just sell them. It, this, I give this to all my clients who sign up for the silver package, for the gold package, or whatever, whatever you supply. You say, no, no, I give it to you. There's no charge for it. It's in, it's, it, it, I give it to our clients that sign up for the gold package. And there's no way for them to, to complain. No, I give it to you. You don't, have to, you don't have to explain anything. So it just takes some time to think about those um, ways in which you're going to help. To, and other ways in which to utilize how cool it is when you get to supply products. So um, I kind of beat this to death, but there's just so much more that I could talk about when you start stocking those. So again, if you do have some questions or you need some, somebody to help you, maybe you have a product idea um, and you want to get it manufactured, or you have some products that you want to buy, let me know. I'll put you in touch with uh, the people that I use. Um, you'll get awesome pricing. You'll get the white label stuff if you want. And uh, it'll really help enhance your business. It really puts you on the top echelon, the upper echelon of trainers and practitioners and people who really care because you are taking away all excuses. You're showing people you care and you're maximizing your income potential for those days when there are slow um, and those humps and bumps and bruises. It really helps. And there's so many other things because you are building relationships with companies that sell products and blah, blah. Like I said, it's just a huge, huge boost to your business. It's not going to happen overnight. Uh, my, my definite recommendation would be is to start slow, but try to find products that you don't have to stock right away that you can drop ship when i mean by drop ship is that somebody signs up for your gold package and that includes a swiss ball a foam roller um stretch bands you know whatever it includes and as soon as they pay you you can jump onto this site where you have a joint venture with or you're a wholesaler, you signed up with a wholesaler, um, and you have a, a number. They give you a number. You sign up. You type in your number. You log in, and you order, you order those components, and they come in a day or two, and you have them, and you pay for them at the time that you got paid from your client. So you're not laying out a lot of money. Now, the good part, the one thing you can do is that if you are making a few extra bucks is that when you say you buy one Swiss ball, maybe that time you got a little bit extra money, you buy two Swiss balls uh, and then you have one in stock. And uh, same thing with a foam roller. And you just slowly build up stock that way that when you, somebody signs up, it's not a mad rush to order the products, but try not to deplete your inventory. So maybe stay with the same um, steps that when people are first signing up to get it and you order one or two or you order one, but you always have one or two extras for a little while. You know, you don't have a lot of inventory built up. You don't have thousands of dollars in inventory, but you do have the ability in a pinch to grab a Swiss ball, to grab a foam roller uh, or whatever and, uh, and help out a client or, you know, get some or sell it or, or, you know, get some other income. So that's how I would recommend building up a little bit of inventory slowly is as you get money in, 
you invest in a little bit of inventory and and that's one way to do it so so anyway, I hope this helps in the in the product side, maybe some supplemental income. Uh, as I said, any questions, you know, head out to maxstormcoaching.com, send me a question or give me a call. You can also email me at your ninja at gmail.com and uh, I'll get right back to you. And I appreciate you uh, listening to our podcast. If you can, go on out to Google Play or iTunes and leave us a rating and an honest review. Let me know how you feel about the content and how the podcast is going, how it's helping you. And an honest review will certainly help me deliver content and shows that will help you move your business forward. You take care and we'll catch you next time on the Max Storm Coaching Podcast. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play so you don't miss a single episode. This podcast is brought to you by MaxStormCoaching.com. Head over to our website or social media pages and download free documents, forms, business tips, and tricks that will help take your client-based business to that next level.